Hello friends, it's Julie and I've got some really exciting news for you. I am back to doing my sessions again. Today, you're gonna hear one of the first sessions that I did as I am coming off of really this vocal injury that was really compounded by a lot of acid reflux. So I'm very happy to be doing my sessions again and wanted you to know the only way to book a session with me is to be on my email list. So these sessions are open again to the entire public. If you're on the email list or the session wait list, we will email you once a month to let you know when you can receive your angel messages um, by booking a session with me. So once a month, you'll get an email with a link to book your session. Friends, I really hope that you enjoy this episode and can't wait to deliver your angel messages soon to you. So I know you know oneness, but I'm yes. going to walk you through a very shortened version, like okay. a minute or two, minute just minute. because okay. it's my way to start writing down messages. Okay. And, um, and then we're going to dive into it. I'm just diving in. They're already ready. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever you need to do. Do you have the sun? I have two, but I have one son that I worry about. Okay. Talk to me about him. And then is one of the sons married? Yes. Yes. Okay. And yes. does he have kids? One. They have one so far. Yes. We got our first grandchild. Oh, yes. how old is that grandbaby? He's eight months and he's absolutely adorable. Yes. Okay. Because your grandparents to say that. It's not that she's doing this because she's rushing them, but she snaps her fingers like it's going to be um, a like a shortened yep. time period between the first baby and the second baby. Like that, um, like she knows the second baby on the other side. She held the first baby. Your dad's right there next to those babies, too. And um, do you have a grandson? Yes, I do. Grandson. Okay. Because your dad's talking about holding the grandson before he came through. Okay. And um, now it's not like, now is this your older son? Yes. That's okay. the one that has the child. Yes. Because your dad's coming through very clear on this. And he goes, they're just so different. You can't <laughs> look at one of the boys and say, well, one had deeper struggles or read through deep, different traumas. Both of them went through some stuff. Yes. Um. But he said they're here and their souls are here for different reasons. And he goes, you struggle with that as mom because he said sometimes you say to God, like, what did I do right with one and wrong with oh the gosh. other? Oh, my God. That's going to make me cry. Those are like the words right out of my Yes. Okay. Yes. And your dad goes, nothing. He goes, you didn't do anything different, not even a little bit, not whatsoever, not at all. He said, it's their souls. Mm -hmm. It's the difference between their souls. One soul is here to, to learn one set of lessons. One soul is here to learn another set of lessons. Now, the concept of soul age is, okay. is like a pothole that we could talk about probably for an entire Forever. night. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the gist of it is this. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. That is true. However, the point at which our consciousness says, okay, I want to live a lifetime 
is different for every soul. Okay. So your older son has lived a lot more lifetimes. He's an older soul, right? He has more life experience from those past lifetimes to bring into this lifetime. And because of that, he has had his own trials, tribulations, challenges, but he's been able to regroup faster and kind of get on his path. Correct. Your younger son is kind of a newer soul. Okay. okay, where he has not had as much of that life experience. He's not a brand new soul. He has had some past lifetimes, but he's here and he struggles in a different way because his soul does not have the accumulation of all of those lifetimes of experiences. Okay, that makes sense. And so what your dad goes to you, he goes, you have to stop beating yourself up and stopping yourself and saying, well, what did I do right with this one and wrong? He goes, nothing. I want you to understand what I'm saying because your dad is saying, this is one piece that we just talked about. And there's an entire another layer he wants to add on to this. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is that your younger son one of the lessons that he wanted to come work through is learning how to work with, I don't want to say like a mental disorder that is not the right word, but like mental health stuff. Yeah, like anxiety, depression, those kind of things. Yes. Okay. Very and I want to get, I want you to understand this because your dad shows me this direct link to your son on the other side and the work that he does as a soul. Okay. okay. Now, okay. if my soul was in heaven and wanted to help people who are having suicidal thoughts, spirit might send me here to understand what it is to have suicidal thoughts so that I can understand it from a human perspective. Now, when I'm in heaven on the other side, having I lived a really long lifetime, I know what the struggle is and I can help other souls from, from the true life experience perspective. So your dad comes in and says, there's this layer that we have to add on top of this where his soul said, raised his hand and said, I want to come learn what it is to struggle with depression, to struggle with anxiety, to struggle with X, Y, and Z, because he has been serving those souls from the other side and wants to know what that is like in order to continue helping. Okay. Your dad, again, I mean, there's some souls who come through and it's almost like you are trying to hear them across the football field. Yes. And there's some yes. souls that are right next to you that you hear plain as day. Yes. Gotcha. Your dad is right next to me. He is clear <laughs> as day. Okay. And he goes, he'll be here his entire lifetime. He has a long life here. He has a beautiful life here. He just has to see the beauty in his own journey. Absolutely. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's a completely different life because I struggle. Like I struggle with depression. I struggle with intrusive thoughts at times, and I've had to learn how to deal with that. And so I can say from firsthand experience, it is one thing to live this life 
feeling like I'm constantly suffering, feeling like life is constantly against me, feeling like it's constantly an upward battle. And it's a completely different life experience to go through life and say, I'm here to learn these lessons in order to turn around here in this lifetime and help other souls forward. And in order to do the work that I need to do as a soul one day, way in my future, when, when I get to that point from the other side in heaven, it gives us purpose. It gives the experience meaning and not to say, cause I know a lot of people are saying right now, not everything happens for a reason. God doesn't deal all of this stuff out. I totally get that. We're not always um, choosing the hand that we're dealt, but we do get to choose what we do with that. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. And that is a hundred, hundred percent accurate. And I think that um, what your, your words telling me that, you know, don't blame yourself has been a huge proponent. And I think lately um, he does suffer from very deep, like some depression, anxiety, and, and has had suicidal ideations. We, he was in an apartment, we brought him home. And so he self-medicates and he uses marijuana to do it. And this past summer, he dropped a lung. He was in the ICU. He had had major lung surgery. Um, all from that, it was 10 days and on his birthday, which was February 2nd, I went into his room to put some of his laundry away and I pulled back the comforter and there's a vaping pen. And I just, you know what, it was his birthday. And I was like, you have done such hard work on your thoughts and just walk out. Just, it's not the time. And I think my, I just went into a panic mode, but then I just start getting these messages in my dreams downloaded to me about that, about love me, love me more, like have my boundaries. Um, I kind of always have felt that he was going to pass early, but if he did, we are extremely close. And if he left this earth, there is nothing either him or I have left unsaid. And he's such an awesome person. And I think if he can figure out how to get over this self-medicating, he could be the most wonderful teacher. He, he could just fly. Well, and the other thing that I want you to understand with this is a couple of different things, because I've used marijuana before. Um, I actually will take a a sleepy gummy Mm -hmm. at night. But here's the thing that I want you to know that your dad's asking me to share with you is I don't like to be on prescription medications or anything else because I like my empathic nature when I feel different things to allow that to guide my life, right? When I take a gummy during the day, I don't feel like I have my drive as much as I like to have it. When I take too much of a sleepy gummy, I don't feel like I'm able to have that get up and go that I like. Um, The other thing that I really want you to know when you're talking to him, because you might be able to use this with him, is continue to tell him that he does have purpose. 
and that he's supposed to birth into this world different creations of his own making. Yes. And as he does that, because he's a more ADHD person like I am. He's absolutely. If I theorize about the ideas of what I want to do, That's completely different than the to-do list that I have to have in order to get these ideas done. Okay. 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 So sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I've started asking myself this question. Am I in an idea mode or what is my to-do list? What is my to-do list to get these ideas done? Because if I wake up in the morning and I am in that idea state, I don't have drive to go get it done, right? Because it seems massive. How right. do you start a podcast? How do right. you start this Absolutely. course? It seems overwhelming to me, right? Yeah. But when I ask myself, okay, what's my to-do list to get that idea done? Now spirit comes in and gives me ideas. And it is those ideas that they come in and feed me to get the idea done, my to-do list, then I'm like, let's get up. Let's go do this. I feel joyful about this. I feel passionate about this. Your son, your dad just said, has to connect with the joy that we feel in and the fulfillment that we feel when we're serving others or helping in some way. And that comes through that to-do list. It doesn't The ideas are up here, but once you have the to-dos, boom, it works you to getting it done. Um, I think if you helped him understand that, he'd feel what it is that he wanted to feel. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Absolutely. I want to go into one more piece of this before we go into another part. Talk to me about his relationship with dad, because dad feels more disconnected from this than you do. And there's a message in there that dad, your dad needs to be bring through about his dad. Okay. All right. So that's very true. Um, he is definitely, they, they just kind of butt heads more. Um, I think that my husband has really calmed down in these latter years with him, but he's such a completely different opposite person. He's very organized and a perfectionist. He doesn't really have the capacity at this point to understand Jake. He's frustrated. And what makes matters worse is Jake works for him in a family business and older brother works there. And grandpa works there. Greg's father works there. So, so you have- older child is the golden boy who can do it. no wrong and younger Absolutely. son can do no right in dad's eyes. Correct. And it has definitely eased. I have because Greg and I have done a lot of talking about it. And I've just tried to ask him just to take a deep breath or take a step back and and realize they're not the same kids and the gifts that Jake, which is the one we're talking about has are different than Ben, but they can complement each other. And he is, he is definitely turning the corner. I see, um, I see a better relationship happening. However, Jake still lives at home. So he never gets away from his father. Okay. And it's not perfect by any means. So 
I don't know if you've ever had this, but there is an energy to wanting to be seen, heard, heard and validated by the one person you don't feel. Feel right? from. Yes, of course. That's what we all want. Yes. Your husband is not a bad man. He's right. a good man. His frustration comes from he's nothing like your Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And so one of the things that I want you to understand is, and I want you to just feel this because you're an empath. I work with a lot of women and men who are sitting at the bedside of an aging parent on hospice care who they've loved and and in their heart they know that that parent loves them too but the parent hasn't verbalized it okay and so when the parent hasn't verbalized it the love is right here and the two souls are right here but when the parent says i love you it's like this rushing wave of energy that comes into the other soul I need you when the time is right, your dad said, I will present the conversation at the right moment where it is just perfect timing to say this to your husband. I need you to let your husband know that your son's love language is words of affirmation. And I need you to convey to your husband that if he just found a way to express with words what he is truly grateful for and proud of okay in his younger son okay that it'll release something in him that that goes leaps and bounds okay and your your husband's egoic mind might want to attack this a little bit and say but i'm a good man and but i'm a good yes you are and and the word is and and at the same time i feel our son needs this from you mm-hmm. perfect okay i can absolutely do that yes okay because yeah. there is something there and then sometimes our subconscious mind is holding on to one little thing and when we're able to release this it clears an energy where like whoosh, you're able to just, there's something that's a breakthrough that needs to happen between dad and younger son. And I think it could happen through words of affirmation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I could not agree with you more. Could okay. not agree with you more. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Um, your grandma keeps coming in and okay. she's going to switch in topics a little bit here. Okay, that's fine. But she keeps talking about your grandson. Do they live near you? Because they keep seeing you mm-hmm. around your grandson and being yes. part of his life. Yes. And um, she is just so excited for you because talk about bringing an energy into your life. They're, they are so much themselves from the get-go. Right, right. And he is a little ball of love and just energy and he has his own little mind already yes and yes. you're really even going to see it at like a year and a half two years um he is laser focused 
Oh my gosh. Yes. That is okay. I cannot believe you just said that. He has a lot of drive. He knows exactly why his soul is here. Um, It is no like coincidence that he, your son and um, your daughter-in-law got together. Yeah. Love her. Yes. That little boy picked both of them to be his parents. And I want to go into one thing over there. They're showing me a line of energy with her. I don't know if her parents split up or if she had a rough childhood. Her parents didn't split up. She's one of four. Um, You know, she's never really expressed anything major in her childhood that that she's never expressed it to me. Yeah. I just want you to have the energy with her that. There's things that she's going to learn from you just by observing um, who you are and um, just have an open, like you do, but just keep that like loving, open rapport with her because there's something and I I can't tell you exactly what it is, but she really needs you too. And what I want you to see is the lines of energy really show that your soul is tied to her soul too. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I do. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to, and you have this really long, beautiful life here. Okay. Cause your grandma keeps showing me you're supposed to be in this little boy's life to help him really understand his own intuition. I think a lot of times what grandparents don't realize, you know, my mom just came to see me a couple weeks ago and she goes, being here has reminded me of how much anxiety I used to have when you girls were little, because it's so overwhelming to be at that point in your life where you're at the height of your career and the height of your family life. And you've got these friends yes. and you make yes. all of it work. Yes. There are times where your daughter-in-law and your son are going to be so busy and they've got so many other things going on, which isn't a bad thing. They're on their path. They're where they're supposed to be. But you get to be this amazing present in his life. Um, And it's not 100% yet, but I would say the energy is like 65, 35, a grandbaby girl. That's what, that's kind of what my gut's been telling me. Yes. You know, and the name Riley keeps coming to me. I don't know why just it popped in my head and it won't leave me. And then I keep seeing the name written. I don't know, but isn't that just, and it can be absolutely nothing, but it's just like Riley, Riley, Riley. And I don't know. I'm like, Oh, maybe they'll have a little girl and they'll name her Riley. So I don't know where that name's coming from, but it keeps popping into my head. Yeah. Yeah. But what I want you to know about these grandbabies is that it's okay to take them under your wing in your own way where you have those conversations with them as they grow up and explore with them and enjoy the fascination and the awe of life as they discover different things. There's a lot that you have tied to your purpose line of energy when it okay. comes to these grandbabies. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to go into this next. Who do you have the sister? You have a 
I do not have a sister. Who's the yeah. sibling then? I have three brothers. Okay. Um, cause your mom is still around, correct? She is correct. Yes. Okay. Cause your dad keeps talking about mom. Um, and were they still together when dad passed? Yes. Oh okay. yes. Yeah. Because he keeps talking about her and I don't know if she lives near you, but what he wants to go into is she's going to need some help, um, in her mother. Yes. Okay. And um, what he keeps looking at is you, but he doesn't want everything to fall on you just because you're the girl. Uh, so he wants to talk to you a little bit about this. Have you and the boys talked about this at all of, um, or is there kind of like a plan when mom gets older and she needs some assistance? What do we do with all of this? Yes. So before my dad passed, they actually sold their home and they moved into like a retirement village where they had their own single home. But then when my dad needed to move to skilled care, it's right there. So everything is right there. So if something happens to my mom, she's 82. And I swear she seems like she's in better dang shape than me. She's a firecracker and a go getter. (laughs) So that part of it is set up. And my, both two of my brothers live very close to her within a couple miles. Good. So that system is set. Okay. Um, talk to me about your relationship with mom. Mm-hmm. I love her, but she sucks my energy so bad. I And I feel very guilty many times because I... I can be around her, but I have to limit my time. God bless her. And part of this is she is extremely religious and Jesus and religion is uh, 99% of her life. And I had to learn to accept that. And for me, God, Jesus, of course, they're very important, but I have a more spiritual look on things. And sometimes I miss having that opportunity just to talk about those things with my mom. And I know I get so frustrated and I get frustrated with myself. And I know my dad's probably going, girl, you need to have more patience with her. You need to have more patience. I'm sure he is. That's that's not actually the point that he's trying to make. Okay. So the message okay. that he's coming in with is he's actually absorbing that guilt for you. So he doesn't want to have you to have any of that okay. guilt whatsoever. Okay. Um instead of trying to make mom fit in this box that you need her to fit in, remove the guilt set the boundaries that you need to set, such as we don't talk about religion or, you know, I don't go into politics or religion with her, that type of stuff. Um, Or maybe I limit, you know, and only see her when I'm having a good day or like at a good point. He said, it's okay to have the boundaries. It's okay to not feel that guilt. Okay. Said, what I really want you to get out of today is the message that it's okay to enjoy the parts of her that you really love. Like he shows me that she really gets um, a lot out of talking about her past or her childhood or kind of talking about different memories. 
if you explore topics with her that are healthy for the two of you that she likes to talk about, that you like to hear about, it'll keep the energy in a more uplifted state and you'll enjoy the relationship more. He said, instead of feeling like I really want to be able to talk to mom about this, do it the way I just said, and instead find the people that you really connect with on spirituality, that when you talk to them and uplift them, you know, and, and feel like uplifted afterwards, that's what I'm trying to say. So that could come through the angel membership or you have friends like locally. I do. Um, Yes. Yes. Great. So, so your cup does not have to be filled 100% by your husband, by your mom, by anybody, but you can get that from other people and enjoy your relationship with mom in a different way. Okay. Yes. hundred percent. Now, do you still work, Kim? So I just, actually, my resignation is today. Um, I was a bedside nurse, um, for 38 years. And then I started having back spasms that would come out of the blue and just drop me to the floor. And they kept coming more and more. I had actually transferred out of a hospital setting. I've worked recovery room most of this time and went to an ambulatory surgery center thinking less critical patients, no call. Um, This, I I kind of, I worked with Louise Hayes, her mantras, And really felt like I tried to manifest this perfect job, like natural light and no call and those things. But what I forgot to manifest was good teamwork and people that management that was good and had your back. Mm -hmm. And I had never experienced that before. And so I found myself really hating the job, coming home and chewing aspirin because my chest hurt. But for some reason, reason, feeling like I couldn't leave. And so I think what happened to me physically was physical things kept happening and it just answered my prayer. So my, I'm not released to even go back to bedside nursing and probably don't, don't know that that would ever happen again. It will have to be some other realm. Yeah. If that um, makes sense. Does that make, sorry, I got a little wordy no, there. No, 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 a hundred percent. I'm asking this because you have a couple of angels that are working with you, specifically the Seraphim and Archangel Gabrielle. And um, they're working with you a lot because you're kind of questioning where do I go and what Absolutely. do I do? Yes. Um, I want you to know now this is a hundred percent your free will. And yes. I need you to understand in yeah, a I session, do. sometimes the angels co- will come in and be like, okay, you're, you've got it narrowed down to two things. Sometimes they come in and they're like, you have all of the, all yes. of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of different things here because A business that you start doesn't have, the business that healers have, it doesn't look the same for every healer, right? There's a lot that you could do um, with energy healing, with being an intuitive yourself, um, with, because kind of what I do in bringing through messages, it's almost like a spiritual life coach 
in a right. sense. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and, and that's just kind of my gift. But as people go through the angel Reiki school, there's all sorts of gifts. And I'm not saying that you need to go through that. I'm not a pusher. You go through any program. I'm just saying that your angels are right there. And there's a lot that you could do in that area if you okay. wanted to. Okay. If not that, it's really looking at the different possibilities that are out there because I can tell in your mind if you're thinking about something or if you're clear on something and you've thought about doing some work with energy. Um, there's nothing else that you've really honed in on that you're like, yes, right. Um, Okay, so it would take some research to see all of the different possibilities. Um, But what your angels really want you to be clear on is if you wanted to do this work, you could. And there's a lot of good that you could do of just bringing through messages to other people, helping them learn to get into oneness, helping them learn to shift their energy and their thoughts. You do not have to by any means, total free will decision. There's one other thing that they've said like five times, um, but I think like it's a fun more like side project for you. Okay. I see you starting this as a journal for the grandkids, but it's almost like um, a collection of stories from family, like the story of how you and your husband met, the story of how your husband started his family business, um, stories about their dad when he was little and just like memories, incorporating different stories as they go along. But what I, I've seen this like five times from your spirit team. Oh my goodness. I never even thought about that. Well, I keep saying you compile it. Like it's, it's just something that you write down at the beginning, but your kids or you are going to take this and make it into like a family history book. Oh, that's so cool. And it keeps getting passed down. Like I can see it getting passed down. Wow. Gosh, I love that idea. Yeah. Um, oh. But it's kind of just like a side project, a side hobby. And, um, but it brings like so much value and benefit and love into the family. Yeah. And that's so funny you say that because my mom's side of the family, like I ask her a thousand times, okay, please tell me how this works again. Cause it was so convoluted and like the death of my grandfather, it was my grandfather, I guess his wife, she died young. And then one of their children went to live with another family. And so there's a lot of stepsisters and I'm just like, mom. And I'm like, I need to write this down because it's so interesting and I don't want to forget it, but I keep forgetting it. So that, that makes me like, yeah, I need to write the stories down. Yep. A hundred percent. Um, you could even tape her as she talks to you. I don't know if you have an iPhone, but do. yeah, there's an app. Is, yeah. Yeah. It can record. Yes. Voice memos. Uh, yes. I think it's like voice memos. Yeah. And then you can record the conversation. So um, I think that would be really helpful too. Here's what your angels want you to know though, is that your purpose isn't like, 
one thing where you come in and say, Kim is here because she's, <laughs> she's here in to the house. like yeah. One yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Bear two sons, right? Yes. yes. Um, you had purpose in your work as a nurse. Yes. And yeah. kind of to honor that, especially because you are where you're at with that, your angels show me how much you've worked with Archangel Raphael and also other angels because I see you having worked with other nurses in the field over the last 10 years who were just starting out and yes. your angel yes. team says those nurses either would not have survived their first few years of nursing and would not be where they are today as a nurse without you having been there. Not that you needed to stay, but you did what you needed to do. And they want you to feel very, very proud. Oh, makes me sad. It makes, yes. And that, that like was such awesome confirmation because when I left my job a few years ago at, at the one hospital to go to the ambulatory surgery center, the girl that was taking charge, much younger than I am. And she came to me and those were her exact words. Like, you'll never know how much you taught me and the impact you had. And it meant so much because you go there and you work so hard. And sometimes it's a thankless profession, especially among coworkers. They can be so evil to each other. I never have understood that, but it was, that was just like confirmation. I'm like, yes, that is, that's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you. Yes. Yes. 110%. Um, but your angels keep showing me like you had purpose in the nursing that you did. You have purpose in the family that you raised. You have purpose in the lives of your grandkids that are here. You have purpose too in the rest of your life and what you really want to create. And what they show me is you don't want to be working 40 hours a week, right? No, I know I'm having so much fun just being off and developing like my spirituality and taking your course. I've got the time and I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so you can build something though, that's just perfect for you. And they want you to know that can look like anything you want to look like, whether it's you going through an energy healing program or intuitive program and learning how to build those gifts yourself. Maybe you see three clients a week, right? Yeah, right. And just work three hours a week. Yes. But, um, but it can, it, there's something within your head that I'm trying to get into because it's almost like your head is in this work mode from all of these years being years. okay yes. if I do something else it has to look like 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week and your angels are like time out here that is not what this has to look like you can work three hours a week if you want to work okay so I want you to understand that um because I think it'll shift what you actually choose to do okay, okay? all right very helpful yes yeah and then you have purpose too uh, in all of the relationships that are around you. And 
you're such a warm, loving, giving person and people feel that radiating off of you. So just know that heaven is so proud of you, of the work that you've done. And um, I know that it's just who you are and you always give 100% and you always will. And they said, remember just to enjoy this time too, right? Yes. Remember to look at this time and say, what do I want to do? What do I like want to enjoy and experience in this lifetime? What trips do I want to go on with my husband? And and really just honor that within yourself too. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, I've thought a lot about that. Like, you know, you go through your life and you, you're right. I worked and I worked full time and I raised three kids and your family life and all this. And it's like somewhere I forgot to put myself on that list. So now it's like, oh my gosh, how do I play? Where's my creativity? Like, that's where I feel blocked. And I feel like maybe this is the time that I allow that part of me to open back up and just see where I can go with that. Yeah. And just so you know, in the angel membership come this fall, September, October, November, we really do a deep dive into the pieces. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That'll be really fun. Yeah. That was hugely helpful on my purpose because that's been a huge struggle in my head. I just feel like, I don't know if I think I just have to have one grandiose purpose. And that was just helpful to know that I can have purpose in so many different areas that it's not just one thing that I have to accomplish. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Your dad and your grandmas from the other side, they love you so much. Um, Your dad's saying that I can't go without mentioning, do you have the uncle that you were close to on the other side? Because he's right next to- um, He is. Let's see. I've had three that passed. Both, all of them are my dad's brothers, all three of my uncles. Okay. Um, So just know that your uncles are saying hi. It's almost like they won't let me leave without them saying hi because they're right next to your brother or your your dad. Um, But uh, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to spend this time with you. Thank you too. This was just awesome. I don't know. Do we, how much, do we have any time left? Sure, yeah. Can I just ask you another thing? I also have a daughter and she is graduating from college. She's also going into nursing and she's graduating in about three weeks. And um, I just, I don't know if they can see like, as far as like where she's going to land, will she land close to home? Could she land further away? Cause we just don't know where she's going to land. And also She's just, she's been in this, like, she really likes this guy. She's not been in a relationship. She's just not, she's more independent and she really likes this guy. And she's been really confused. And I've been trying to help her. Unfortunately, he has a girlfriend. So that's the bad part. And she's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting involved, but he really likes her. She really likes him. They're both getting ready to graduate. He's going to St. Louis and she's coming here. And I just didn't know if they saw any long day, if they saw anything, those were my questions. And it's okay if you don't have answers. No, they keep showing me just one piece. Um, is there a part of her that wants to live somewhere else and just for a period of time? Because yeah, she would be okay with that. 
She would be. I don't see her living there full time. Almost like an experience that she needs to have. And um, her heart is very, very connected to home. Um, But she doesn't have that human life experience yet of realizing um, like what that is really like to truly be on your own and doing it all by yourself in a different place. And so she might need just a little bit of time in a different place in order to come back home and really feel grateful for being there. Otherwise, your dad just said if she comes back home um, and then wonders all of her life what it would have been like to live somewhere else, you don't want it to reverse. So for sure. come for through sure. to her and say, now's your time. You, you're not bogged down by a relationship or family or uh, nothing's holding you back now is your time to be selfish go live different places you know and by selfish it's not really even selfish now's the time to explore what it is that you want you're free go do it okay yeah and then like if you want to come settle down back by mom and dad Awesome. Throw it out there as if you don't, that's fine too. But I feel like she will, like she's going to want to come back by the two of you. Um, She's very, very, um, there are some people who hold a very, very strong moral ground. She is. Mm -hmm. She is. And good. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, she cannot get into a relationship with him just with her own energy without compromising what she values. Right. Right. Yeah. And she's not willing to do that. And so it's okay for her to hold tight to her boundaries. It's good for her to hold tight to her boundaries. And, um, and if he chooses to be with her and you know that's on her terms and that's what she needs okay. and that's perfect okay yeah beautiful all right yeah. awesome okay. well thank you thank you thank oh, you this you was, too it answered all my questions oh, all my questions yay so, oh i appreciate you Mwah. and i will see you around in the membership <laughs> oh sounds great thank you yes. so much kim all, right. all my thank love you, uh-huh, you too. too bye bye